in your love life right now. Maybe you're worried about whether you should continue dating someone who's already shown you some things you're not quite sure about. Or maybe you're at the end of a relationship and wondering whether to leave or stay in it. You could even be after a relationship where you've had a breakup and you're wondering whether you should go back or continue forward and meet someone new. This video goes deep on three very specific questions you can ask yourself to determine whether the right decision is to stay the course or to leave and find somebody else. So this is Matthew Hussey, who's uh, basically his, his thing is lying to women to get money. That's his. Uh, so let's see from the femme-centric point of view what, uh, what you need to know. All right, let's get into it. I had someone come to me recently and say something interesting slightly painful so you see how when he talks about it he like ruffles his clothes he looks down and right he kind of looks uncomfortable that's because he knows he's lying and something that well was slightly painful because it also reflected a fear i have this person was a fan big fan of all of my work but she said i sometimes think if i'd followed all of the advice i may never have said yes to giving things a go with my partner. Right. So why is this relevant? Uh, this is relevant because of the following. Most of the girls that, that are reading or listening to Matthew Hussey's stuff, um, they're post-wall, so they're past 30. And uh, basically, <clears throat> if the advice encourages women to, to go after guys when they're younger, then, uh, you know... Um, also, women's behavior towards men depends very strongly upon their position in the SMP, in the, in the marketplace, right? So when they're young and hot, you know, 18 to 23, they're not thinking about relationships, they're thinking about hooking up with Chad. Uh, only later on are they thinking about trying to lock down a man, right? And so that's the idea here. I have felt like that at times, that the danger is that it's very easy, the easiest position in the world to take when dispensing advice is leave. If a woman goes to her friend and says, a guy did this, and her friend says, ugh, leave, don't go on another date with him, or a guy says, oh, she did that, ditch her, we imagine that friend to be someone who's wounded, don't we? We imagine that friend themselves to be someone who's either bitter or defensive. Or yeah, like the who hurt you girl or whatever. Or all too willing to write people off quickly. And I sometimes worry that in my advice over the years, I've, I've made too many people write people off too quickly. Right, and I'll explain why this is relevant in a second. Hello and welcome to the Helios blog. My name is Helios, here for another reaction video. If you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content. Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. So what I have now, I've, I've changed it actually. I have deleted videos from YouTube. I have RP um, literature that I'm reading, like audiobooks, uh, and oh, curated for you. And I'm also going to read RP scientific literature, okay? So those are the three segments. So go there if you're interested in that. And you can subscribe. You could also give me a donation like Tom M here. Shout out to him. The link is in the description. All right, let's continue. Based on 
some perceived red flag. And right, right, right. So writing people off too quickly. So here's the idea. Um, a lot of these girls, right, they're 18 to 23. They're super, super powerful in the SMP. And so what happens is Mr. Wright, Prince Charming, he appears 50 times, right, at this period or 100 times or 1,000 times in this period of a girl's life. But she's so powerful that she writes off all of them. She says, no, 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 not realizing that in five years, that power that she has now will be gone. She won't, she will no longer have that ability to um, just say no to all of the quote-unquote prince charmings. Because men are attracted to women at a certain age, maximally. And so that's when you get the most attractive possible men as a, as a woman, right? If you go past that point, then it's done, right? So if you're too picky when you're at your most competitive, it's possible you end up alone, single and childless with cats and boxed wine. It's possible. So that's, that's actually true. And the truth is, we love hearing about red flags. <laughs> There's a reason that red flag videos do so well on YouTube. It's because there's something gratifying about it, isn't there? There's something about dating someone and seeing something that's a bad sign, seeing something that's a red flag, and then immediately getting to write them off in a righteous way. You did this? Ugh move aside. I'm going to keep looking. The danger, of course, and I, I think part of the allure of looking for red flags in other people is that it's also a distraction from our own red flags. God help us if everyone ditches us at the first sign of a red flag. Oh, by the way, um, I didn't mention this, but uh, in 2023, uh, accountability and personal responsibility are at an all-time low, especially for uh, women. Of course, not all women are incapable of taking accountability and personal responsibility. But if you look at the trend, women tend not to. And this is especially true at younger ages, right? When they're 18 to 23, when they're at their most competitive in the SMP, you know, um, etc. Then they they think that their sugar spice and everything nice, they can do no wrong, everything they do is perfect, they make no mistakes, they're God's gift from heaven, they, they're insulated from reality because everyone wants to lay them, right? And so we get situations like this. Because we all have them. The question, of course, becomes which red flags are too dangerous to ignore and which ones are worth negotiating. Negotiating? Uh, you don't negotiate attraction, but anyway... Um, here are the two major ones for men, okay? So, the, the, want to know what are the two main reasons why men divorce? By the way, men usually don't divorce. Women actually divorce 70% uh, of the time or 80%. depends on the statistics you look at. Uh, so, in the event that men do divorce, which is extremely rare, here is why they do, okay? The two reasons why. The first one is illicit substance use. So, that's, you know taking bad substances into your body, let's say. I'm, I'm trying to dance around, uh, I'm trying to dance around uh, the, the YT stuff. And the other one is criminality. So criminality like, uh, you know, being put in a metal box because of very sketchy behavior. So those are the two things, guys. So those are basically the only reasons why men divorce. Everything else, um, the average man is willing to settle for. So keep that in mind compared to women's like, uh, you know, thousand point bulleted list of what the difference is, right? Negotiating with. I have come to believe that 
relationships are incredibly complex that yeah i mean this is like you know just saying um general stuff because everyone no one can disagree with that but <clears throat> here is why i would say the main reason why women divorce or you know break up with a guy um number one is lack of polarity so what that means is um, the guy and girl aren't different, right? They're in a quote-unquote equal relationship, right? Uh, so the guy and girl are equal in attractiveness. Um, and what's more is um, the, the guy doesn't do what men do. He's not competitive. He's not a go-getter. He's not a fighter. He's not, you know, a striver. He's not a competitor. He's... He's not uh, accepted his burden of performance. He's a complainer, etc. That that would end a relationship very fast. Um, and the second one is weakness. So weakness, I mean, you know, you fail too many shit tests. Um, you know, you just do whatever the other person wants. Um, you you are too agreeable, never saying no. Um, <clears throat> you're basically a butler, in which case you're not the leader of your relationship. And if you're not the leader, then it doesn't matter, right? If you're not the leader of your relationship, then the girl won't be attracted to you. So, We should have compassion when we look at other people's situations from the outside. It's a particularly easy thing to do when single to judge someone else's relationship from the outside because we don't have our own complexity to compare it to. So it's very easy Indeed. to say, I can't believe he or she puts up with that. I can't believe they've put themselves in that situation. I can't believe that they're okay with that because we're, we have the righteousness of someone who has no complexity in their lives in that sense. It's far harder to judge somebody else's relationship and not have compassion when we ourselves have negotiated complexities, when we ourselves... He has literally spent three, four minutes saying nothing. He's just fitting time. Okay, anyway, let's go on to the rational mail here. So this article is called The Gift. So here's what it says. It has a picture of a girl dressed in like pajamas and a girl dressed up in a nice dress. And it's how I look at home for the person I want to have bedroom fun with. How, uh, that's, that's the girl wearing pajamas. And how I look in public for people I don't want to have bedroom fun with. And she's dressed in a nice dress with her hair done, etc. So don't let that be you. After reposting my seminal essay on uh, Vagentine's Day last week, an interesting topic arose. One of my assertions in the V-Day post was that a man ought never to buy his wife or girlfriend lingerie as a gift for Valentine's Day, and by extension any other occasion as special or otherwise. As I considered the input from both Sunshine Mary as well as a commenter, lingerie, um, I began to come at a better understanding of why I've always promoted this principle. Here is the take. This is nuts. Note. Never buy a woman lingerie. She'll never be happy with it. A woman has to do, do this on her own to feel um, attractive. Make sure it fits her right and it's her idea. When you buy it for her, it's contrived and it's overt. And overt is often the kiss of death for a try-hard guy. Women in my home wear what they are commanded to wear. It's not a decision left to them. In the beginning of a relationship, I have to train them on proper apparel, which means taking them to the store and having them model garments for me so that I can show them what works and what doesn't work and why. After that, they know what clothing for themselves to buy for me so they don't have to go shopping with them. This is uh, the take. 
Lol, of course you should buy your wife lingerie. So what if she thinks it's really a gift for you? Isn't a body supposed to be a gift for you as for one Corinthians? You should be happy you still want to see her in it. In the interest of full disclosure, in the past, I have bought lingerie for both past girlfriends and Mr. Massey, and I've learned my lesson. This is a lesson in genuine desire versus mitigated obligated desire. If a woman doesn't take the prerequisite effort on her own to want to make herself more desirable and more sexy for you, as your FB, your GF, your fiancé, or your wife, you're not her first bedroom final mental priority. It's as simple as that. Whether it's the result of a prior training regimen, as in lingerie's case, or the gift-giving scenario Sunshine Mary alludes to, the effect is the same. A genuine desire to please someone is always preferable to a coerced obligation. As I've stated before, a woman who wants to sleep with you will find a way to sleep with you. If a woman needs to be trained to be more um, bedroom fun-y and less self-conscious than it takes for her to take the minimal effort to buy something to make herself look and feel more bedroom fun appealing and less self-conscious, then you're dealing with a woman who at least subconsciously believes herself to be a higher SMV than yourself. In other words, if she has no desire to buy things, to prepare herself to be attractive for you to entice you to make your bedroom fun experience more memorable than her competitors you do not merit the optimization of a hypergamic interest and her involvement with you is predicated upon something other than genuine bedroom fun appeal as i've elaborated before the medium is the message when a single woman painstakingly prepares themselves primping and preening before a night out with her girlfriends to meet random guys the medium is the message when every look, every clothing option, every makeup and accessory selection is carefully considered to draw potential bedroom fun attention to herself, the message is pretty clear. She's making an effort to be more attractive for what she values as a reward. Women who are experiencing the hormonal changes associated with the proliferative phase of their bedroom fun, uh, sorry, of their menstrual cycle, uh, have a psychological predisposition to want to have bedroom fun with the good genes alpha. This phase condition also triggers shifts in female ornamentation. In other words, when, when women ovulate, they dress to impress. When a woman will put forth this considered effort to achieve a bedroom fun reward, yet later fail to or discontinue her previous efforts to make the same effort to sustain your interest in her, the medium is also a message she's broadcasting. She perceives your status to be less valuable than the effort necessary to sustain your effort. That isn't to say every instance you should always be on this side of, of um, you know, uh, spicy content. But it's to say that spontaneity and her maintained effort to please you of her own volition are indicators of her perception of your bedroom fun market value, as well as the biological dictates of a menstrual phase. In other words, alphas get the ornamentation and enthusiasm of women who want to impress. Betas get the comfy, phone-it-in bedroom fun after doing the convincing. <clears throat> a gift must be given. Isn't a body supposed to be a gift for you? Yes, but a gift must be given, not taken by force or by due else it's not a gift anymore. One principle I always suggest for men spinning plates is that they make their attention and interest in a woman a reward for that woman's efforts and investments in him. From a perspective, it's this flipping of the feminine script of qualifying for her rewards, but it's a very important principle to understand and internalize on your own. Dread Game is founded on this principle, but it goes beyond just this utility. Your merit, your attention, and what it's worth for a woman to invest herself in it will set the frame for any future relationship you have with her. When that attention is given too liberally, or a guy, as a result of his feminized condition, he thinks women want full disclosure of feelings, and a man gives his attention away without some kind of earning it dynamic on a woman's part, his attention becomes essentially worthless. I'm prefacing this with this because it's important to recognize that the value 
a man's attention has for women when you're assessing her real estimate of your personal value. Generally, women aren't going to overtly give a man she's involved with an honest assessment of his value. This is part of him just getting it and the unspoken understanding that he does get it and on some level does understand what his value is to her. An alpha doesn't ask direct questions about his own status. He intrinsically understands it as reflected through women's behavior towards him. All right, let's go back to the video here. ...have overcome some mess to be where we are right now. When we ourselves have had to... That overcome some mess to be where we are today is a flawed principle. Men don't want women who have quote-unquote overcome a mess. Men want women who are pristine. Do you understand? We don't want the baggage. We don't want women who, you know, are a mess. We don't want women who have screwed up. We don't want, we don't want women who have, uh, you know, had their fun and are ready to settle down. We want them before they had their fun. We want to be the fun. You see? To f invest and figure out a way through. And in some ways, it's hard to judge other people's relationships if we just love people. This is like gobbledygook garbage. Can we get on to the actual, like, can we, like, yeah, let's get to the, the first, like, question you should ask, because he's just speaking garbage right now. To use this video to decide whether to go back or not. Look, this guy made a 23-minute video in six minutes is him just talking about nothing. Number one, is their big flaw offset by... A truly redeemable quality. So what is the principle here? The principle is this. He needs to qualify for you. He needs to be good for you. Is his qualities balanced out for you? So again, what's the idea? This is, this is like Matthew teaching girls to get beta males right? Because they go for Chad. Chad doesn't commit. They spend 10 years trying to get Chad to commit. It doesn't work. Then they go and get this advice, which is how to get an actual good man, right? That's the point here. And then the girls are incessantly complaining about these guys being not perfect, right? Something negative we may bring to the table can be offset by a beautiful quality or trait. So for example, there are some universal redeemable traits. Humility is a really important one. Yeah, in women especially. Uh, in, in men, humility is um, like, what's the idea? Being like a submissive butler? Like, no, I, I disagree with this, of course, for men. If someone has self-awareness. This is, yes, self-awareness is huge. Yes, that means that they're able to, you know, self analyze, self-criticize, and ultimately self-correct. 2023, there are so little women with self-awareness, it's ridiculous. And this is why I'm going to quote Kevin Samuels. Self-awareness is sexy. Then they are aware of the thing that needs to be worked on. If someone has real empathy, then they're able to see how this part of them... Empathy is like in men is lower than in women. So expecting men to have high empathy is ridiculous. But a girl with empathy, uh, again, is also rare, to be honest. Um, women have fake, many women in 2023, they have fake empathy. They, they don't like, they don't really care. They'll just pretend to care to make themselves look good. But behind all of that, they'll disdain you and see you as, uh, as below them and weak. 
affects you negatively and feel that and use that as inspiration and motivation to change. Yeah, that, that what, what Matthew describes is also very rare for women in 2023, right? To have like empathy, um, to be able to go, oh, I see he doesn't like this. I'm going to change to make it so that he does like it, you know, so that so that he enjoys being with me. That's extremely rare. And I actually, that's, in my opinion, that's more self-awareness than empathy. But anyway. If someone values teamwork, absolutely, they have the desire to be a great partner to you. Oh, right. So again, this partner garbage. So relationships are not equal partnerships. So you don't want this teamwork thing. What you actually want is coachability. So Matthew should actually say leadership instead of teamwork because women want a man who's a leader, who's superior to them, who who leads the relationship. And men want a girl who's coachable. So what that means is she will listen to what you actually want and will actually change and won't feel bad about it, right? And that's another uh, a very important aspect that women need to have, which is cooperation, right? Coachability, cooperation. So teamwork is, I think it's the wrong frame, right? The frame is that relationships are equal partnerships, but they're not, so. And see healing themselves as part of being a great partner. If they're growth-minded, it means that- Yes, growth mindset is, is important for both um, for both men and women. I agree, which is the idea that- um, you're not stuck where you are. You believe that you can be better at things, at everything. Um, and you can work towards being better at everything. That's a very important concept uh, in life in general for, for both men and women. I agree. They have the fuel, the impetus to actually do the work that's necessary to heal this part of themselves. Yeah, I mean, what Matthew's saying is that men should change for their partner, healing the parts that she doesn't like. This is the wrong frame to have. No, she, the girl, should be changing for you, healing the parts of herself that you don't like, because the man is the leader in the relationship. Yes, you can change certain aspects of yourself um, to you know, make the relationship more smooth. But if you're the one that's changing and she's not doing anything and and she's telling you what you should be doing and you're not doing anything, that's not a relationship worth having. That's her in the driver's seat and that's headed for a breakup very quickly. The, The way that the relationship should actually run is the man is the one who is commenting on the woman's behavior and like modifying her in like a leader follower type fashion it's not an equal partnership an equal relationship like that and there are more of course kindness compassion these are things that women should have not that men should have kindness and compassion like a woman who's kind and compassionate is attractive a man who's kind and compassionate is seen as weak especially by women so no these are not good traits although a strong man who is, you know, a fighter, who's competitive, who's powerful, who's, you know, out-earning, out-competing other men, who is also kind and compassionate is extremely rare, and that is valuable. But you see what I'm saying? First, you need the prerequisite things that men need to have, which is leadership, dominance, intelligence, um, you know, uh, masculinity, leadership, 
uh, competitiveness, etc. And then these are like the cherry on top traits, right? So Matthew is just giving terrible advice here. All right. Uh, on to the Reddit article. This was posted two hours ago. So I'm not going to say the word, but um, it's bad, okay? So the girlfriend who's 37 of the guy who's 35. By the way, this is a red flag. If you have a girl who's older than you in a relationship with you, like, it just means, like, girls should be younger than the guy because men value youth and fertility. So if she's older, it's already a red flag. But anyway, the girlfriend just told the guy that she has the H word. I'll just say it's something that you can't get rid of with antibiotics, okay? And let's see if you can figure it out. My girlfriend of two months just told me that she has the H word. Apparently, she got it from a cheating uh, boyfriend 13 years ago. My last relationship ended with me contracting something bad, and I told her about this. But she didn't mention her having this H word. She says she didn't say anything because she thought it can only transmit when there's an outbreak. But I've read several places that there's always a risk of transmission. I was starting to really fall in love with her and she basically admitted that she didn't tell me because she feared it would end things. Indeed. By doing this, I never got a chance to make that decision and I feel that's extremely selfish. And of course, I've been exposed to getting it myself without knowing about it. When she told me I, some, uh, something in me completely shut off. I don't know if I can forgive this. You shouldn't. Run. I'm leaning towards ending it, but we have so much in common, and otherwise I think she's good for me. But then again, if a person does this, I don't know anymore. Not sure what to do, honestly, but feeling like it should probably be a deal breaker. I have a habit of being too forgiving towards women. Uh, I'll say. Yeah, think about it. So she knows you're a weak man. She lied to you, knowing that you'll stay, right? Do you see what I'm saying? She's being, like... Guys want a girl who's pristine. We don't want a girl who's been through a million dudes... We don't want a girl who's, you know, uh, run through. We don't want a girl who has, you know, certain things that I can't talk about on YouTube. Like, we don't want a super high-end count. Like, it's obvious, right? This is why men tend to be, go for younger women, right? All right, let's look at the top comment. 48 upvotes. Nah, she kept it to herself because she was thinking of her own feelings instead of yours as well as disrespecting your health. I understand fears, but these are absolutely something that people need to disclose. She didn't give you the chance to make a choice, and that's selfish. Also, something like this is actually illegal, I think. Someone could genuinely get into a lot of trouble. She knew that your last relationship caused you to get one of these, and she still chose not to tell you because she was being selfish. I don't know about you, but I wouldn't want to be in a relationship with someone that disregards my well-being because of their selfishness. Indeed. 17 upgoats. Uh, sorry. Five upvotes. She knows it's an issue, but she decided she'd rather not disclose it. If she thinks you might back out of the relationship because of it, people are selfish, and I think some selfishness is forgivable, but you have to consider if the shoe was on the other foot, and it was you with the the thing, how would she handle it? Indeed. All right, guys, we're going to end the video there. Again, if you're new to the channel, liking the content, hit that sub, hit all for notifications. If you'd like to support me, I do have a Patreon with exclusive content patreon.com slash the helios blog just go there and subscribe again i have changed the tiers up so i have one which is deleted videos of youtube the stuff that got demonetized whatever i have one which is rp literature where i read uh, rp books like an like audiobooks um and so we can have a curated rp reading list basically uh and i also uh read rp scientific literature so you can see where my thoughts come from so you can, so that you guys know that I'm just coming up with it out of my bum, basically. Okay. Uh, also, you could drop me a donation like Tom M here. Shoutouts to him. 
Again, guys, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to my video. I really do appreciate it. You guys are wonderful. And take care of yourselves. I'll see you next video.